Hello and welcome everyone to the Reader Copy Podcast. This is the comic podcast about comic books. It is Wednesday, September 22nd, and you probably saw the title. This is not a new episode. That's right. We're going uh, on a little break for just for this week, but uh, tune in next week. We'll have a regular scheduled programming. Yeah, um, I know a lot of news came out that I want to talk about. We're going to talk about it next week. We'll talk about the Hawkeye trailer next week. Yes, uh, tune in to our feed for, for our hot takes. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a reprint of actually one of my favorite favorite comic books i really enjoyed it uh and it's kind of related to a what if episode that came out a couple weeks ago so we're gonna reprint uh marvel zombies definitely thought it'd be good to you know if you guys were curious about the comic book give our take on it go through the story a bit i think you guys will enjoy it it was a surprise for me how much i enjoyed it yeah i I enjoyed the comic actually more than the what if episode so it's gonna be cool re-listening to what we thought about marvel zombies definitely yeah can't wait yep so don't forget uh once again to please hit that subscribe button like button share with your friends who likes uh even just like zombies this is a good one so don't forget to do that yes of course let us know what you thought about the comic on instagram facebook and twitter at the reader copy podcast enjoy your your brains everyone All right. So like I said, no news this week. We're going to save it till next week. But right now we're going to dive into a reprint of Marvel Zombies. Rounding up our whole month of October, this week we are doing Marvel Zombies. It is a five-issue limited series that came out in 2005 that came out of, of course, DC Comics. (laughs) Uh, Our... Creators this week are from Robert Kirkman as a writer, uh, Sean Phillips for the art, and I did want to mention the cover artist, Arthur Saidam, because his, his covers are pretty awesome. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce his last name either. Okay, good. I thought it was just me. It's like Saidam. Saidam. So, yeah. <laughs> a little bit about Robert Kirkman. So he's kind of a big guy in comics nowadays, um, well known mm-hmm. for the start, start off with Walking Dead, right? Yeah. He made Walking Dead. Big series, long running, very long running, uh, a hit TV show. Uh, okay. Uh, it's a TV show. <laughs> um, he's worked on other image comics like Invincible, Outcast, which I'm kind of a big fan of, uh, Oblivion Song that came out maybe a few years ago. Some of the Marvel stuff he's worked on also include Ultimate X-Men, uh, Irredeemable Ant-Man, which I'm kind of interested in that. I kind of know the story about that. Maybe we'll run to that when we do Ant-Man 3 when that comes out. Um, And he's also one of the five current partners of Image Comics. Yeah, I think he was the first partner that was not a founder. Right. Yeah, which is a big deal. I've always wondered, like, how the hell do you do that? Do you have to have, like, a hit TV show and make image so much money and then that gets you to be partner <laughs> i think that was before the tv show but like he just had a lot of popular work and he, they moved him on up i think with these like partner guys they have to like know how to manage people and i don't know like be a big businessman too not just a comic book creator for sure yeah but, your, your your job is to manage and get the the work out yeah i've always just wondered how the hell did he do that um for our artist again we had sean phillips uh he's well known for his dc comics work as far as sleeper wildcats batman and hellblazer okay and also some of the image comics that he's um worked in conjunction with ed brubaker he's worked on criminal incognito killer be killed ever heard of it yep yep let's check out our episode yeah let's do our episode on killer be killed and that's another one of those like comic book duos that work together on on, uh, other properties ed brubaker and sean phillips yeah i've always like wondered how these like duos are in real life are they best friends like greg capullo and scott snyder where they hang out like every day and like know each other i don't think they're best friends no they're pretty good friends actually i think they they, like hang out outside of work and stuff but okay are these just the guys because i know in some interviews with like some comic book creators that work together a lot they just like kind of oh yeah he does the work he does the art fast so i work with him a lot that's why (laughs) yeah i think that's uh big part of it is who you like you want to work with people you don't have to like micromanage or you don't have to explain your ideas to so detailed like they get it and they'll do it like that's who you want to work with yeah just what i imagine you're putting on paper so you're we're gonna work a lot together yeah whoever whoever has like the same ideas or match well with to get the the product in the same place they both want it i'm pretty sure that's how that's why people work together frequently is because they're both on like the same wavelength or whatever yeah yeah i just want i kind of want to pick up some more of these ed Brubaker and sean phillips books in the future maybe we'll do one an episode on one of those yeah but yeah with that creator info and publisher info out of the way you want to jump to the story yeah let's do it so we start off with magneto the uh master of magnetism himself on the floor crawling and he's saying 
it worked. The machine got away, and I I can trap these monsters here in this dimension. And by monsters, he means uh the heroes of the Marvel universe. Yes, like all the heroes in the Marvel universe. Uh, they're all zombified right now behind him, surrounding him. Um, we've got like Daredevil, Spider Man, Thor, Moon Knight, Ant Man, Captain America, Luke Cage, Angel, Wolverine. So these guys are all these heroes are surrounding him. And it looks like they all just have one thing on their minds, and it's to eat this human, this live human Magneto, who is alive in the flesh. He's not a zombie, and they're all surrounding him, like ready to eat him. Yeah, so all the heroes are zombies. Like they're in costume, but it's like their skin is decaying, their like teeth are all exposed, and like their costumes like ripped up and bloody. Like Spider Man, his mask is always ripped up, so that's normal. But like his face is like a zombie face, and like uh, Captain America, you know, like his mask exposes like his lower jaw. It is just like a um, decayed, zombified captain america totally my guess is like their teeth are exposed because they're munching on flesh so much that their the, ski, the skin on their lips just fell off you know that's what my guess exactly, all the yeah. stuff. so that's the that's a look of all the zombies their teeth are exposed so that's how you can tell and the whites of their eyes are just their whole eye there's no pupils at all exactly but you know magneto he's a master of magnetism he's got like extraordinary power compared to a lot of the heroes of the the marvel universe and he uses all the like concrete around him so they're in like a, a zombie apocalypse now like there's just total wreckage in the city like all the like skyscrapers are down there's like beams from all the the, the metal just on the ground and he's like taking all of these levitating them all the screws that are just off in the loose all about and he uses them to shoot through all of the heroes like nova takes like a few screws to the gut and uh i think that's shang chi i think that's like the first time i've ever seen shang chi in a comic book before he's <laughs> a zombie he's a zombie and he's about to be re-dyed because Magne- <laughs> <laughs> Magneto th- show- throws these uh, these metal objects at him. Yeah, so um, they're all just charging at him. They're all like undead. Even though they're like hit with like all these metal parts and they have like holes in their bodies and everything, they're still like going. Like nothing is stopping them. It's like they're zombies or something. Th- yeah, they don't feel anything. They're just hungry. That's the ongoing part of the story is the hunger. Yeah, the hunger is like invading their every being right it's like they still have their consciousness in them right they still have their personalities too they're talking to each other to magneto they're like threatening him and everything yeah that's weird that's usually zombies don't communicate right but these they still talk to each other like spider-man talks to like wolverine and stuff like i know i'm spider-man you're wolverine i know this and we're talking it's just that we both want to eat magneto (laughs) (laughs) they all just like want a piece of the pie that is magneto yeah (laughs) So the whole world is dead. Like yeah. Magneto's the last human alive because all the heroes ate every human in the whole planet. And they can do this because they have superpowers. Yeah. They're the probably, you know, the apex predator since they are the ones that want to eat the most too. Right. Like just because they're zombies, their powers are they're still there. Yeah. Uh Spidey can still climb on walls. He's still got his web shooters. Um he still kind of even makes the quips and everything, but he's yeah. just like the hunger overpowers all of the justice in his heart yeah like they it's almost like they can't control themselves uh okay and back to the story they're still chasing magneto spider-man and cap are on his his butt (laughs) but magneto notices oh you brought the shield yes and of course it's uh vibranium and he magnetizes the shield and shoots it at captain america's forehead (laughs) and it chops off like lobs off the top of his head and this is a funny shot because like the whole top half of his skull is like just cut off and when you look up marvel zombies this is one of the images that's always popping up where zombie captain america is like pointing at the top of his head like my head's gone but he's like still like talking and moving around like his brain is fully exposed in the top and he's still just like ah, i gotta go eat <laughs> like nothing stops him so he still got half of his brain in his head so he's still walking around i guess uh and spidey i, I guess his like dexterity is bad now because he kind of tumbles over i guess he does that a lot when he's alive but now that he's a zombie he broke his leg and it's never getting healed back yeah so like part of his leg is just like barely hanging on from like the knee and below yeah it's just like hanging on Uh, but magneto was able to get away he's able to climb up like a skyscraper on the the stairwell on the side he's even got um cap shield and it's kind of a cool shot with magneto holding captain america's shield it's kind of a cool 
cast him Audia. But uh, he's been running from zombies. He's kind of exhausted, and he's he realizes he can't he can't fly out of here like he normally can because he, they've got other heroes with with flight powers like Angel and Thor roaming in the skies. So he's got to go underground and like go to the streets. And then he really is a, a message on like his uh, little receiver on his forearm, like a little computer that he's talking to a screen on. Uh, yeah, it's I, like a Dick Tracy. Is that a Dick Tracy thing? <laughs> you don't know Dick Tracy. I, I remember like shots from the old movie. Okay. Dick Tracy has like a, he had the first Apple watch <laughs> where like you could like, um, he gets like video conferences on his watch and that's what Magneto has now. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> so we don't see who, like who it really is on the screen that he's talking to, but he just says um, he was able to fend them off. So Magneto's happy whoever made it uh, alive off the uh the planet yeah the, it's actually his henchman so it looks like he's talking to somebody on asteroid m can you explain yeah. what that is asteroid m is uh i'm pretty sure this is a, like a this is when jim lee started x-men oh really uh and with like chris claremont in 91 or whatever asteroid m is like uh magneto's secret base that is like hovering around orbiting earth and it is an asteroid that he converted into like a to his base and he has like some tenchman minion guys that are other mutants that like l- live there and now they're the only surviving humans left because they weren't on earth they're on that asteroid m and they're communicating with magneto like hey how, how are you alive and they're like yeah but i'm like the only person alive on earth now so like don't he's telling them like don't come down here it's too dangerous you'll be infected i'll figure out a way to get up there somehow and then we'll get out of here but like they're the only ones literally they're the only humans alive wow there's magneto on earth and then his like dozen or so henchmen on asteroid m that's crazy yeah magneto is kind of a badass for being the last living like person alive i guess I believe this. You think he would be like last, be last beaten? I think Magneto is a he's a survivor. Yeah, I guess you're right. That's what Logan says in Days of Future Past. It is, is it? He's like, you're like me. You're a survivor. <laughs> who did you, who do you say that to? Magneto. Oh, Logan says that to Magneto. Oh, okay, okay. It's in the scene. Okay, this is not in Marvel Zombies. It's in the scene in Days of Future Past where uh, they're on the airplane and Magneto and and Xavier are having an argument and it's like uh, Xavier's like, ah, oh, Eric, you abandoned us for your own greedy cause and like when we needed you the most all the mutants like we needed you you did your own thing and did it your way and then uh magneto flips the script on him he's like you know we needed you and you just decided to like side with the humans and they're the ones hunting us and they killed uh angel and they killed azazel and all all our other allies and, like you think i abandoned you you abandoned us all and then that's the part where like the the ship is the he's like uncontrolled like he's crushing the ship without him knowing it and the ship's about to crash the plane yeah the, the airplane yeah and uh, that's one of the best scenes in all of X-Men movies and um, it has nothing to do with Marvel zombies <laughs> but the script he flipped the plane <laughs> But man, Fassbender and McAvoy, their scenes together are always the best. Is that the best thing that Fassbender's ever going to do is be Magneto? Gosh, I hope not. Right? It's not Assassin's Creed. It's. I don't think his his uh, Android work is working out as good. Oh, in uh, the Alien movies? Yeah. I think he's the best part of those movies. Yeah, that too, huh? Wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think he could be uh, a good James Bond. Wow, maybe. Oh, we'll also, have to see. I want him to have like mag- magnetic powers <laughs> when he's James Bond. <laughs> okay, uh, back to the story. So Michael Fassbender, he's like squirming around. He he's uh, hiding from the, the zombies. So he thinks, oh, I'll just go underground, literally in the sewer system. He's lifting up with his magnetism powers, the the manhole cover. But Hawkeye screams out from behind him and yells out, oh, "I found him!" and he shoots an arrow straight at Magneto, but Magneto's got his trusty shield and he throws it at the arrow and flings it off. But also the shield lobs off Hawkeye's head clean off. Clean off. Like he is decapitated. Yeah. His kappa was detained. Okay. Okay. And Cap catches the shield too. So, that, you know, he does that. Yeah. But then Magneto is hit by Hawkeye's arrow. Like, it, like right where it probably hurts the most is like the side of the ribs yeah straight in the guts but then he takes that arrow and he shoots it straight at thor's throat like straight through like it clean through that throat and the other avengers and other heroes see magneto and they they pinpoint him so he decides to just crumble 
uh, a skyscraper to the to the right of them and like crush crush them. Giant Man is there too. He's like the biggest guy uh, in the bunch. Yeah, Magneto literally like collapses a skyscraper on top of all these zombies. Like all the metal and rebar throughout the building just fall on them. And uh, like you said, Giant Man is there. He's like a pretty prominent character in this whole yeah he is story. Um, and he, you know he's feeling he's feeling himself. He's like you could not destroy or eat the master of magnetism. And then right when he says that a wasp expands out into regular size from behind her him and bites his neck from behind yeah she was small so he didn't see her and the next shot is just her like clinging to him and chomping down on his neck uh i thought this is a pretty cool shot because um you remember uh secret wars the old one i never read it but i kind of know the premise okay uh i won't spoil too much let's just say magneto and wasp got it on oh i i think i knew that already actually <laughs> Okay. And it sounds like that was all Giant Man's idea and told his wife, Wasp, to do that. And then uh, he even tells Wasp, oh, just save that piece in your mouth because she took a big chunk of Magneto. Mm -hmm. He's saying, save that chunk and it'll it'll last days because we can just all just shrink down and just eat it for for forever. Yeah. But but Wasp is hungry too and she says, I'm keeping this for myself and she just flies away. And the heroes, their hunger overtakes them and they have their way with Magneto and like pull off his limbs Hulk grabs his leg and was just like pulling it off Thor's got him by the cape and is trying to grab a piece Giant Man he's like yelling at all of the heroes well not heroes right now but the all the Marvel <laughs> characters saying uh, you're you idiots we can all shrink down and just feast on him forever so he's got like a like a plan yeah he's he's a scientist he's a smart guy but like everyone else like <laughs> He believes in science. Uh, everyone else, their hunger is just like overpowering their their thoughts. So like, they're all like the one of the panels is literally like a sixteen square panel image of like just all of them like tearing Magneto into shreds. Like close up shots of like pulling his intestines out and ripping his limbs off, and their teeth is just like chomping down on body parts. Like this comic book does not shy away from showing the gruesome zombie stuff. Oh no no no! no. It's just body parts everywhere and just teeth grinding on them and, th- and the next scene is them in a food coma just sitting around <laughs> like reminiscing about what they just did to magneto and it's cool because like hulk is like he he's eaten now he's full right so like the hunger has subsided and he's like transformed back down to bruce banner size right but his like you know his stomach is not really working per se so the stuff that yeah. he just ate is still kind of in his stomach so he's got like a big gut right now big yeah. after meal belly imagine how much like hulk eats inside of bruce banner's stomach <laughs> So it's like literally like his skin is bulging out of how much Hulk ate. It's funny too. Uh, remember an arrow went through Thor's throat. So mm-hmm. the, like, the food kind of never went down his throat. So he's still hungry compared to everybody else. <laughs> Uh, this is one thing I thought was cool. Um, earlier in the fight, Magneto threw like a like a steel beam all the way through Daredevil's chest. Oh yeah. So he has like a big hole in his chest, right? Like where his heart would be. His heart was like knocked out of his body. So his blood is no longer pumping. So all the blood is just sitting at the bottom of his feet, like. They're all just contained in like his lower legs, right? It's like swelling so, up. Yeah, so it's like hard for him to walk because all the blood is just in his legs. So like that's probably really good for acrobatics and all the stuff he does. Okay. So in this after credit scene, shawarma scene that they're doing right now, where they're just like sitting around talking about their meal they just had. Um, they're also trying to reason out like this zombie thing where they're trying to explain what's happening to them because you know the like mixing of zombie infection and hero stuff that they have. Like Wolverine's healing factor is not really working. He's not staying alive with. His healing factor no um ant-man the giant man the the scientist he's trying to think it through i guess we like daredevil like his blood thing we don't have blood pumping in our veins right now i guess mm-hmm. and like they just ate magneto who's the last human on earth they'll have no more food and the hunger because when they the hunger gets so strong they can't think anymore and they need to figure out a plan now before the hunger just like consumes their whole mind right where they just lose their identity all the personality and wants i guess right and like captain america remember half of his head is off he's still walking around like carrying his brains with him (laughs) (laughs) he carries his brains like in his hands yeah i got my shield and my brains and then there's a spider-man he's like remorseful about all the stuff he's had to do because of his zombiness he's uh he's eaten his own wife and aunt may yeah and he knows this he remembers it right and it just kind of just tearing him apart uh, speaking of tearing him apart bruce banner who is shrunk down now his stomach literally like rips from all like the parts that 
the Hulk ate. Like it can't contain it inside his body. Yeah, like a, a femur so, bone is just sticking out of his gut. <laughs> his stomach just rips open, and all the stuff that Hulk ate spills out. And this causes Luke Cage to like freak out. He goes like, "Look at that!" <laughs> and then everyone is just like, "Oh, it's just guts." Like we we all we all ate Magneto. We know what that is. And Luke is like, no, not that. Look at that up in the sky. And what we see floating there above them is Silver Surfer. And he's just like cruising down the city, like nonchalant, just like looking around like, what the hell happened? They're all just, is that what I think it is? And Giant Man is like, yeah, more food. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, Silver Surfer just flies away and they, they have no idea where he went. So they, they have a whole new target now, some more food on the way. Angel offers up to just fly up and find him. But Giant Man's like, what? So you could take it all for yourself? So they come up with a plan that they're going to split up and hunt down the Silver Surfer, right? Right. And they all kind of like split up into teams. And Giant Man's like, okay, I'll I'll catch up with you guys later. I'm just going to take care of something. Right. So he like kind of sneaks away on his own. Yeah. And he sneaks off to like his secret lab that he has in the city. Right. He has in like this like basement laboratory inside of like a like a closed cell inside is Black Panther just laying there on like a uh, a table. He's missing an arm and it looks like, you know, as you can guess, Giant Man has been chopping down on some T'Challa. Yeah. So Black Panther's there and he's like sedated, but he's not infected. He's like human still. He's still alive and he's sedated, uh sleeping and Ant-Man or Giant-Man has been cutting his limbs off and just feeding on that. And with his, like, like some laboratory gloves he pulls out and puts on, he's doing very scientist stuff here, like medical stuff where he's like, I'm going to have to take another piece of you, T'Challa. I'm sorry. He's, like, actually kind of mournful for this. He's yeah, saying and he needs to eat a little bit right now, a little bit of your body for the greater good because he plans on figuring out a cure for this. Right. And he's only like taking as much as he needs. And he's like, like you said, he like wears gloves. He's very careful not to get T'Challa infected. Cause once he's infected, he's like no good to Hank Pym anymore. And they show him like, I was like, okay, I just need a little bit of food so that I can keep like working on this plan. And he like pulls out a saw and just like cuts off T'Challa's leg, like from the knee down just to like eat it. Right. Just to, just to quell his hunger. And he even like sews him up. So like his bleeding will stop and like, he, he like pretty much amputates his leg. Exactly. And then who shows up but Wasp in the corner. And she's like, what is going on here, Hank? And he explains everything. He's like, I have to do this. I have to restrain myself. I can't show the rest of you this because I need it for myself so I can figure this out. And none of you, meaning the other zombies, are showing restraint. Yeah, if you knew that he was here, you'd all just eat him right away. And then we would have no way to cure this. Yeah. So... He's actually trying to find a cure and he's being trying to be smart about it. But now Wasp is like, no, like I'm, you're going to have to give me a piece too. Cause now I know your secret. Right. And then I guess he does what Hank Pym does and he kind of smacks a wasp. <laughs> it's like, why did we have to always come back to this? Like he even like turns into giant man a little bit to like hit her. Like he grows a little bit bigger and then like smacks her. Yeah. And then as she's flying around, uh, he catches Wasp right there and just bites off her top half. Yeah. He like bites her head off, um, like clean off and then like spits her head out. And he's like, oh, disgusting. Because I guess it's, we still have those zombie rules where zombies taste gross to zombies. I guess that's, that's, yeah. that's one that's sticking around. That's tried and true. Yeah. <laughs> zombies, zombies don't eat zombies. That's just gross. That's just a zombie eating another zombie. That'd be stupid. <laughs> Let's keep it in reality for a little bit, right? Don't zombies don't eat zombies. <laughs> All right, so wasp out of the way, and the child's leg is still there for dinner, and he, he chows down on that. And then we even hear Black Panther whisper a little bit, "Kill me," because he's yeah. he wakes up a little bit. The sedation it was not enough. Um. Meanwhile, we catch up with Silver Surfer, and he's doing what Silver Surfer does, and he's like scoping out the whole planet. Right. And we get gl- this is a, a way for the audience to get glimpses of what's happening around the world. Because we see, like, Captain Britain, and we see uh, Doctor Doom, and, like, Sunfire. So, like, all around the world, they're all zombies. None of them are regular. They're all zombified. Right. This is still, like... Uh, Silver Surfer that's scoping out the land, finding uh, what's up with Earth. What's what's up with that that Earth? What's going on over there? Yeah, is it good? Is it good enough to eat for Galactus? <laughs> I'll check it out. <laughs> take taking a look. Yeah, uh, Silver Surfer is like Galactus's Yelp. <laughs> he like rates it. Yeah, he goes. He's like, oh, this is like it's like a four star or like a three and a half star, but it's only one dollar sign. So it depends on like what time you go. Are you going lunch? Are you going dinner? <laughs> I hate I hate when you search on Yelp 
and you find a place like, oh, this place looks good, but it's not open. Yeah, I've gotten that. I've like, gotten. Have you gotten ones where it's the close, like literally they stop business? <laughs> But I mean, like, when you search on Yelp, the open now filter should just be default, like, always on. Why do we look at stuff for tomorrow? Yeah. Like, if I want it off, I'll turn it off. But by default, it should be turned on. Only show me results of places that are open right now. Yelp, we could we could be doing this so much better. Come on. Okay. So, the heroes that we're meeting up right now, they're going back to zombie base. So, we're getting even more zombies now. I guess this is just a small group of the zombies that we're noticing now. Um, some people in this big swarm of zombies, we got... Vulture, we've got uh, Captain Marvel, Hercules, Iron Man, Iron Fist. Iron Man is, I guess, like head of everything. And Captain America is like kind of answering to him. And uh, one thing to note is Captain America is called Colonel America, I think. Yeah. Just an indication that we're not we're not in the 616 right now. No, because they're zombies. Yeah. And this Iron Man is the Iron Man costume that you like, right? Oh yeah, it's like the like tighter uh, costume and like the the helmet is like kind of like two spikes at the top. I like that look. I think it just looks cool. Like his mask are just like eye hole cutouts. Yeah, there's no way that this can like move around like it's because it's metal. How the hell does it move? Like it's like fabric, but never made sense. No, it doesn't yeah. make sense back. But we'll have to go to Zombie Earth and see if that works. Um, this is a. Uh... We, we, I think the last time we saw this, we called it like, like it looks like Bender. It looks like Bender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Colonel America is giving Iron Man the uh, the mission briefing. Uh, Giant Man told him to lie and just say, oh, Magneto hit like a gas leak or whatever and exploded and died in like a big explosion. We weren't able to get him. So that's what Cap Colonel America tells Iron Man. But Tony Stark in this universe and all the other ones is too smart for that. And he sees that, oh, Hulk is banner right now. And he right. even says like this funny thing to uh to Spider Man. He's like, "How's your wife and aunt?" And then <laughs> Spider Man is like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah. um, because he knows Spider Man only whines and like kind of has feelings when he's his hunger is is cessated. You know exactly. Yeah, and Banner is only human if he already ate. Meaning the hunger has subsided. Yeah. So like he knows like these guys are lying. They ate Magneto. So like it starts like a whole argument. <laughs> Iron Man's like, well, I would have probably did the same thing if I was in your shoes. So they're just like chalk it up to, okay, let's just move on and continue right now. And that is all of a sudden when Silver Surfer appears above them. And Silver Surfer does that like a uh, whole spiel that he does warning like the people of the planet like uh i am the herald of galactus he's gonna come and devour your planet for his energy and there's nothing you guys can do about it you guys are all gonna die just accept it <laughs> right he's booking a reservation for galactus at earth yeah right at restaurant what, earth yeah this is he is siri for galactus <laughs> all the zombies are just looking at him straight up in the sky and like get him and they just like pounce and try and fly up into the, into the air to get silver surfer but silver surfer has like the cosmic power and he's just like blasting all of them um he even like blasts iron man so strong that like his whole bottom half is like cut off right he just got severed at the waist pretty much yeah so he's he's only like a top half right now <laughs> Um, all the flying people are trying to get him, trying to like choke him out. Um, but Thor catches him from behind with his hammer. He's actually got a makeshift hammer right now. I guess he doesn't. He's not worthy when he's a zombie. So he's got a makeshift hammer, and it crumbles as he punches uh, Silver Surfer in the face with his with his hammer. Yeah. So Silver Surfer is knocked down off his board onto the ground. He's still using like his cosmic blast to like hit everybody. Um, Wolverine gets close to him. I thought this was cool, and he tries to slash him with his like adamantium claws yeah but like remember like his muscles and skin and ligaments are all like decaying right ligaments yeah so as he slashes like his claws hit silver surfer but like all his muscle and flesh on that arm just like pulls away from like his skeleton because it can't grasp onto like his metal skeleton anymore his so his like claw bones kind of just cut through his own arm skin right yeah and his healing factor is not healing anymore so his whole right arm is just all bones now his metal bones <laughs> and he just is like okay gotta chuck that up to a loss and he just cuts off at, at the uh at the elbow there for that arm yeah so now he only has one arm and then hulk finally gets hungry again and he hulks out and he's you know he's hangry spider-man he can't really do anything right now because i remember one of his legs is broken off and he's like tired of it too so he just cuts that at the knee there and throws it to the side hulk jumps on silver surfer and he's probably like the strongest one there right right and he grabs silver surfer and he's about to like 
take a huge bite out of him. But Silver Surfer uses his like cosmic blast and like just like fries his face off. Yeah, it's like bubbling. So that just makes Hulk even angrier. And he makes his mouth wide open and he bites Silver Surfer's head off. Yeah. And <laughs> he literally like, bites Silver Surfer's head clean off. Right. And all of uh, Silver Surfer's like cosmic energy power. It's all, this is really cool because it's all Kirby crackle like spilling out of him. Yeah. It's oozing out of um, the neck hole in the yeah. Hulk's mouth. And it's also oozing out of the body hole uh, as his body just like falls to the ground. And then all of the zombie heroes are like, now's our chance. Like he's dead. Let's go freaking eat him now. <laughs> and they all kind of just pounce. But then Giant Man, he grows big and he tries to feed some of the zombies that are not getting any bite of him so he like picks up half of Iron Man he picks up uh, one-legged Spider-Man and feeds a little Silver Surfer to them Hercules who is Marvel character uh, he notices like hey Hulk still has Silver Surfer's head in his mouth (laughs) like I'm gonna go get a piece of that and there's like a shot a really really cool shot of a Hercules opening Hulk's mouth, but the point of view is from inside his mouth. So you just see Hercules's face like stretching Hulk's mouth open. It's like your Silver Surfer looking at Hercules. Yeah, inside Hulk's mouth. <laughs> and then Hulk gets really mad and he does like the Hulk hand clap yeah. over Hercules's face and it's just like flattened his whole skull. One of his like eyes like pops out and is like flying off. <laughs> And they're, they're starting to get angry as the Silver Surfer pieces start to, to dwindle. Uh, Colonel America, he's angry at, at Beast, who's who's there too. And he like points a finger at him. And what comes out but Silver Surfer's energy comes out of Colonel America's hand. And it like shoots off Beast's head. Yeah. And they're like, holy crap. Like, because we ate him, now we have his powers. Oh, cool. And they're like, they're, all their hands start to like glow like, like they're Silver Surfer. And then we jump to Black Panther. And he's walking the streets uh, with one crutch. Remember, he's got one leg, so he's got one crutch underneath his stump arm. And on the other arm, he's carrying a wasp's head. Just her head. Just her head. And he's finally, like, he's come to and he's escaped. And he's, like, walking down the street with a makeshift crutch and one leg talking to talking to Janet Van Dyne's head. Yeah, and she's just like, can I get, like, one bite? Just a tiny bite just because the hunger is... <laughs> she's still just a head now, but she's still starving. And Black Panther, um, he I think he's safe. He feels safe with just a head around. But he doesn't really know what he's doing carrying around his zombie head. Uh, I guess it's just like someone to talk to, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's still like his fellow Avenger, his friend. So like he's not giving up on her even though she doesn't have a body. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Black uh, Panther just takes a seat because I guess crutching around get, can get tiring. And he takes a seat and he turns around and he sees these like space looking dudes. Who are these guys? These guys are Magneto's henchmen from Asteroid M. They have come back down to Earth and they're looking for Magneto and they look super 90s. Yeah, they look so so 90s. <laughs> like their big shoulder, their shoulder pads, pads. <laughs> pony ponytails, uh, skin tight costumes with like gauntlets. Yeah, yeah. They've got so many cybernetics on the sides of their face. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, so 90s. And they're like, they see T'Challa, Black Panther, like, where is Magneto? And then Black Panther's like, I have no idea. And then they're shocked, like, oh, crap. Like, you're a human? Like, you're a, we thought you were a zombie. Yeah. <laughs> so they're super racist. <laughs> okay. So this is a, that was coming from uh, the main dude, Cortez. Yeah, he's like the, the leader. He's like second in command for Magneto's henchmen. Man, it's, this is the first time I've heard about this Asteroid M and this really? Cortez guy. But it's the type of thing where like, oh yeah, that's a 90s thing that would have happened. <laughs> when I was reading one of those zombies, like, yeah, that, that for sure happened. I've never heard of it before, but it happened. <laughs> yeah. There's some more scenes in this later with the, that crew that's like, man, it seems like this is another writer. <laughs> it's so 90s. So remember the zombies are done eating their Silver Surfer and they're getting hungry again. So they're testing out an experiment. They're trying to eat each other i think even uh giant man takes a bite out of thor and that's it's gross zombies don't eat zombies rule number one when you sign up to be a zombie you don't eat any zombies it tastes gross and silver surfer is all done they have no more food they have powers now but they have no more food and who shows up to claim his reservation but galactus galactus table for one planet for one (laughs) prepared to be devoured so he's doing his own spiel you know he's towering over them skyscraper high kirby crackle behind him and the zombies like oh like more food like a lot of food in front of us so they like charge at him like literally he is like a skyscraper so they're like the size of a finger to 
to him. And they are all like Giant Man is the size of Galactus's finger. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like to his shin, maybe. Yeah. And they're all charging at him. And Galactus just like, God, you guys are like insects. So he's just like swatting them off of him. Yeah. Cause they, they're all like, Oh, we ate him, but we're still hungry. And they, they right. pounce on Galactus, but Galactus shoots out his own um cosmic power out of each one of his fingers and it's this cool thing he's saying he's like you hunger you hunger and he's like questioning it because you know he's he's a hungry boy he likes to eat yeah like this whole book is about eating (laughs) and they're like no chance against galactus and they realize this so they all start to like kind of fall back and like let's like regroup and come up with a plan because we're not even like putting a dent on this guy and we need to figure out a way to like defeat him so we can eat him because he is huge yeah he'll feed us for days so they all fall back and they retreat back Back to Ant-Man's or Giant-Man's secret lab where he had Black Panther. But when they get there, T'Challa's gone. Yeah, he uh, he's like he has like a secret for them. He's going to explain it and reveal it. And when he unveils it, oh, T'Challa's not even there at the table. And he's like, oh, it's Jan. We have to kill Jan. Janet Van Dyne, Wasp. Yeah, they see like Janet, uh, her body without a head is there. And they're like, what the hell happened here? And he's like, she betrayed us or whatever. And we have to go find her. Really, he's like bullshitting. He's lying. Yeah, right? yeah. He's like, he's improving right now. He didn't, he didn't, he was ready to reveal <laughs> his hand, but T'Challa's gone. And we cut back to T'Challa with uh, those Asteroid M guys. And he's saying like, yo, Magneto's probably dead. Like, don't even bother looking for him. And they're all like, you're lying, you're lying. And with any like crew, they're all like arguing with each other. Like, he's the last human alive. We have to, we kind of have to trust him or we have no other choice. One of these, like these ladies has like long fingernails and like they look metallic. Isn't that already taken in mutants? Like, why are we getting that again? I mean, mutant powers, there's a lot of like same mean powers oh my there's another guy with a with a hand on fire that's such a yeah it's taken already you can't can't, it's like names there's gonna be other people with the same name like you can't (laughs) (laughs) okay okay (laughs) (laughs) so some of them like get pissed off and they like attack t'challa who is a cripple like you don't you don't mess with cripples that's fucked up that's rude but uh what he does is pretty cool he throws janet's head at one of them <laughs> it's like, ah, finally <laughs> she throws it he throws it to like one of them mouth first so janet <laughs> just like lands on this guy and jumps down on him like pac-man uh, yeah pretty much uh eating him and then uh another guy attacks black panther and black panther with one arm and one leg still manhandles this guy like he does like flips and kicks this guy yeah he puts his his crutch like inside of like the bandage of his his uh stump arm, stump arm and he uses that as like a, a weapon too that was versatile <laughs> Uh, and then um, he like kills one of them and uh, the leader Cortez is like stop everyone stop right right Cortez I guess he's like he's like the guy that he, that died disobeyed him and we have to just trust T'Challa right now and he's like making the call I don't get like this crew like one of your crew members just died and was taken by this Black Panther guy and you're siding with a Black Panther guy like, well Cortez is like yo we're the only living people alive like our species is reliant on anyone else that's alive so like we have to take t'challa with us and help him and he's saying like all he did was defend himself like those other uh asteroid m guys like attacked him first so you can't blame him for defending himself and he says like we're gonna take black panther in and help him and the other guys other asteroid m people are like i don't want to do that or whatever but like cortez is their leader so like they have to listen to him and that's what they do and black panther's like okay i'll i'll go with you guys but i'm bringing my friend with me meeting this head <laughs> janet van dyne the one me. eating up your friend right now <laughs> yeah <laughs> like she's part of the deal you, we have to help her too and they're like oh, okay fine like maybe we can use her too to like figure out what's going on yeah like, Find a cure for this disease it's like of having no body. Buy, buy two-thirds, <laughs> get one-fifth free. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I only got one leg and one arm, but I got two heads. <laughs> <laughs> so they all agree, and they take uh, Black Panther and Janet's head, and they go back to Asteroid M. Asteroid M. Okay. And back at the zombie base with all the uh, zombie heroes, they're, they're kind of hashing out their plan right now. Remember Galactus is out, out and about. He's like chopping down on Earth piece by piece, right? And we got some of the smartest Marvel minds here. Iron Man, Hank Pym, uh, 
they're trying to figure out a way to attack Galactus enough to weaken him so that they can eat him. Right. And uh, what they do is they build like this device and they build it from uh, using vibranium parts. Right, from Wakanda. Yeah, so uh, Colonel America, Captain America, he flies because remember he has like Silver Surfer's cosmic powers now. He flies to Wakanda and gathers up like whatever vibranium he can find. It comes back. And he even says like, man, Wakanda sucks right now. Like it is disgusting over there. Rampage. <laughs> but he, he's got a bunch of vibranium. And then they said they gathered some like magical crystals from Doctor Strange's area. Oh, so like pieces from and, everywhere in the Marvel Universe are making some weird contraption with like this big right. like uh, barrel thing pointing up. Yeah. And some some tech from like Baxter building from Fantastic Four. Right. Meanwhile, up in Asteroid M, um, Black Panther is getting associated with all the like crew members of Asteroid M. There's this guy named Reynolds. He's like the science guy. And he's like looking at Black Panther and he notices, oh, we have Janet. We have like an actual zombie specimen here that we can examine. Right. And Black Panther just hands the head to, to Reynolds. And they have to hold it like by the hair so they don't get bit. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> and then uh, Cortez tells uh, one of like the female crew members. Hendrix. To Hendrix. He's like, I want you to help T'Challa and like bandage him up and heal him. Because uh, he's looking really fucked up right now. Yeah. and But she's like, the scene, I'd be happy to. Yeah. It's like, this is the scene that I thought was like super 90s. Because like, she, it's just her super smiley. Like, it'd be my pleasure <laughs> to like, help <laughs> Black Panther. It's <laughs> like, as long as he has the bottom part of his waist, I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. His right leg is gone. But is his middle leg still okay, there? I'm all okay. that. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> hey, they wrote it, not they, me. They wrote This is in the comic. <laughs> I'm reading in between the lines, but it's their words, not mine. Happy, happy <laughs> Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, so this is other character that's, I think, a little bit more popular on Asteroid M. And it's this guy called Forge. Forge, yes. Do you know about Forge and what his mutant power is? So his mutant powers is basically like uh, technomancy, right? Like he control like technology to like his own doing is that what it is i think his mutant power technically is he could build anything but does he have to like he still has to build it like <laughs> yeah. he, still, he still has to engineer it still like he has to draw blueprints well i don't know but like that's his power he can build anything but it doesn't like move on its own like it's not like magnets like magnetism no no oh i thought he he could just like put his hands out and it moves around i don't know i don't think well, so i don't know forge he's he's a your era thing i don't know yeah okay oh okay. his power is He's like, I'm good at Legos. What is that? Are you serious? <laughs> okay. Forge. Okay. Hey, it was, it was either that or repeat another mutant power. So you didn't <laughs> want repeating mutant power. So this is what you get. I can't have it both ways. <laughs> so he's like, okay, I can help you, Black Panther. Because I too have like a robotic leg yeah, so I can build you one. It's like got like a cable arm leg. Like it looks like it was like totally mechanized leg right now. So it sounds yeah. like he's got a plan for... Um, the two thirds of Black Panther that we got standing in front of him, and we cut back to the city. We see the Marvel hero zombies, and they have their device that they built. Um, honestly, it looks like a giant bong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would have said vase, but yeah, okay. <laughs> but they're like, okay, well, all we have to do is point it at Galactus, and this should work, right? And they're all like putting their hands into the machine, like they have like their own little like little spot where they put their hands in and shoot in their Silver Surfer energy into the machine. Yeah. Meanwhile, Galactus is fighting off a lot of the villains of uh, the Marvel universe who are zombified. There's like uh, a lot of Spider-Man characters. Uh, Doc Ock, Lizard, Green Goblin, Rhino. There's a there's Juggernaut, um, bitch. There's. <laughs> Red Skull, Sabretooth, they're all attacking Galactus, but they're also all like zombies, right? Right, right. I guess they bend together too. They're on their own uh, super crew. And the device that the heroes made is almost like a, a condenser like cannon thing where like they'll shoot all their powers into it and it forces all their powers and focuses it into like one beam that is strong enough to hit Galactus. Right, like like some type of magnifying glass or something was like putting all like sunlight or their like cosmic energy into one little hole and hopefully like pierce through Galactus. Which it does. They shoot him and they hit him like in the shoulder and it like pierces his armor and his skin and like Galactus's energy is like leaking out of him. 
remember all the villains were fighting in the moth and the villains are trying to get out of the way because Galactus is, is tumbling down and they're, and they're like the villains are celebrating yeah they're like alright we can eat him now and the heroes are like no like we get to eat him we're the one that killed him like you guys need to step off so we get the classic hero versus villains standoff one side heroes one side villains all zombies and they co- go come colliding but remember the heroes got their silver star for cosmic powers they got a little little extra right now yeah uh, I was gonna point out like all of them look like zombies right yeah like you could see their big teeth and I know you're about to say right now. Yeah. drooling venom looks normal but <laughs> venom looks absolutely normal because that's how he looks all the time doesn't like venom like eat people too yeah like, right really, like for all we know he's not infected yeah eddie's like having the time of his life right now but then spider-man does hit venom with like the silver surfer cosmic energy blast uh, enough to like kind of pull the symbiote away from Eddie Brock a little bit and we do see Eddie Brock inside and he is a zombie right uh, the like symbiote like kind of falls off him because the symbiote is dying too because the the, the host is dead right Wolverine uh, takes off another one of the the mutant villains and like hits off Juggernaut's head. Is is Juggernaut a mutant at all? Technically, no. Oh wow, he's just an X Men villain, huh? Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's a regular human that has like uh, he found like a uh, ancient like emerald or artifact or something that gives him the powers of the Juggernaut, and he and he's big. It's like it's from powers from a demon, right? I think um yeah, something like that. I think one of Sidorak. Like, yeah, Sidorak. Because I yeah. think uh one of Doctor Strange's like go to powers. Is drawn from that demon also. I'm just kind of yeah, cool. the bands of Cinderac. Yeah, but yeah, he like lobs off the Juggernaut dome helmet, and it flies off with with um the cosmic powers oozing out of his claws. And then he he goes toe to toe with Sabretooth right there. He's like, "Come here." There's a cool battle with um, Colonel America, Captain America, and Red Skull. And Red Skull's like on the ground, and Captain America is on top of him with a shield, and he's about to like kill or like whatever defeat Red Skull, and what Red Skull does is just pulls Captain America's brains out of his head <laughs> because it's exposed. He's like, are you really going to make me say it out loud, your biggest weakness right now? Yeah, you don't have a skull. <laughs> and he just pulls his brains out and he can't do anything. So that's that's R.I.P. again to Colonel Sanders America. <laughs> Spider-Man, he can finally, um, he's still got one leg, but he's got his cosmic powers. He's, he finally blows a hole through Green Goblin. So pretty much all the, the villains are defeated. Um, and now it's Galactus. He's still alive, but he's like crawling. And he's like, how could you do this? Like, I'm supposed to be the immortal one. You're I'm supposed to be the one that eats. Yeah. And they just look at him. And it's only like a few heroes left, like Iron Man. Giant Man, Spider Man, Hulk, Wolverine, and Luke Cage. And they just look over at Galactus like, let's eat. Because this is a lot of food for them. Yeah. They just pounce on him. All of Galactus's po- cosmic powers coming out of all of his orifices on his face, out of his eyes, out of his mouth. And like all of them are just chowing down. They're having like a feast right now. We get another one of those 16 panel shots of pieces coming off. Spider Man is taking a finger. Um, Hulk is going after the leg. And just like all of the cosmic powers oozing out of him. And all of the body parts are coming off. And they're kind of just going to town on him. Yeah, it's only like six of them. And they're going to eat entire Galactus. That's, that's huge. That's like weeks of planning before going to a buffet. You know, you yeah. one of those, you know, those, those days where you go to a buffet and you're just like, I'm going to mess it up right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought this was kind of weird for this comic, but after this scene, there's a huge time jump. Yeah. It's five years later. We jump five years into the future and the inhabitants of Asteroid M. Asteroid M just to touched Earth. down. Yeah. It comes back to Earth and we see the same crew there except T'Challa now has like a robot arm and robot leg and he has a baby yeah. with that Hendrix character they got it on uh in sp- they they're in the like the mile 5 million club or something like up in space <laughs> <laughs> Uh man, yeah. So he he was doing his business up there, and also with them now is <laughs> Janet. Yeah, still just a severed head, but like Futurama yeah. robot body. Futurama again. <laughs> Futurama like <laughs> Hall of Presidents, um, floating head in a cylinder tube, right? But yeah. like android robot body, but still a zombie head. Yeah, still a zombie head. So Reynolds, I guess, and made this whole thing uh, with with Forge and made this whole like, costume for Janet to like walk around in. Yeah. So <laughs> this is like a weird crew of like Asteroid M people, Black Panther, and Futurama Wasp. Yeah, we should note that I guess. Uh, Janet's like hunger I guess subsided eventually I guess yeah because she's part like robot now I guess yeah 
But when they land there, they realize like the Earth. There's like no living beings on the Earth at all, and no like there's no detection of anything zombie beings either. Exactly, yeah. Like it is. There's no one there at all, and they're like, where do they go? Yeah, the vegetation kind of overtook the the ruins of the skyscrapers and everything like that, and it's kind of just like rebirthing now. And then we jump to another world, an alien world where the aliens are like they look like aliens big. from Alien. Yeah, like they have the long neck, yeah. uh, back of the head things, xenomorphs, but they're but they're like royalty like they have a civilization right they live in like like the that like sydney australia uh opera what? house you know what i'm talking about oh, okay, it looks yeah, like that yeah, that's yeah. what their houses look like that's what their palace looks like yeah and you can tell it's royalty because like one of them has like a servant and it's like calling to them like we have like a an alert message we have to tell you emergency and then they're walking and they're like what is it and it's like that that uh evil entity that's been like destroying all the planets around us it's coming here oh shit galactus they call it, like, comes. The, the galactus they call it galactus oh shit. and they're like it's coming that means it's gonna devour our planet next and they know like there's nothing they can do about it and all the people like you see the whole city is like out in the streets just running and terrified and you see like the Kirby crackle in the sky as Galactus is approaching, but it's not Galactus as we know it. It is the zombies heroes that were just chowing down on Galactus. All of these like Avenger folk with Giant Man, Luke Cage, Iron Man, Spider Man, Wolverine, Hulk arrive and they're all like outfitted in like Galactus costumes. Yeah, but they're like the new Galactus. They're the new devourers of planets. And it seems like the whole universe knows them. And when they arrive, like your planet is dead. And I thought that was a pretty cool ending. Like they're the new Galactus. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I was rooting against the zombies the whole time. And they kind of won. <laughs> well, yeah, I think the whole point is like, um, this is not mainline Marvel. No, no, not at all. And like anything could happen. And the zombies, because there's no, I don't know, like there's no good guys in this, I guess. Well, yeah, you got Black Panther, Asteroid M. I mean, Cortez is kind of a jerk, but besides that, uh, yeah, it's kind of cool. I, mean, I like what they did still. Yeah, technically the Asteroid M guys are villains, but like, yeah, yeah at the end, uh, the zombies not only take over Earth, they're like destroying and killing other planets now. They're rampaging all the other planets. So I thought this was pretty cool. That's how the first volume ends. It is not anything serious. It is definitely like a, a Marvel take on the zombie trend. Yeah, yeah. I think Robert Crickman just had zombies on the brain for a while there. Uh, it was a it was a good time. It's I, I get like how you said it's a guilty pleasure, but I still say yeah. it was it's a fun read. It felt like you're a kid reading a comic, but like you're having a great time still. Yeah, it is. There's plenty of jokes in it. Uh, the artwork is very cool. I like what they did with the covers, like you said, with uh, Arthur Suidan, yeah. however you say his last name, because they're all homages to classic Marvel covers. Yeah, but like zombified. Yeah, like like the classic Spider-Man uh, first appearance where he's swinging and like carrying a guy. I think that's the first issue. Yeah, there's the one where like Wolverine is like a close-up of Wolverine with his claws out, and through the reflection of the claws is Hulk. Yeah, exactly. There's one of those. Those are, I think, those are the specific vocabulary for that. Those are called cover swipes, which is just like right, a yeah. cover, but uh, the artist's own take on a classic cover. Yeah, and then um, one of them is like the Spider-Man Mary Jane wedding cover, but they're all zombies. I think it was not in this volume yet, but the next one for Marvel Zombies, it's the uh, Silver Surfer, but he's carrying his own head. I thought that was kind of yeah. cool. That was that was a fun cover, but yeah, yeah, it was a good read. I liked it. Um, there's actually multiple sequels. It goes up to right. Marvel Zombies one, two, three, four, and five, and then Marvel Zombies Returns, which I don't, right. I don't know. Then, I would just think of a six. <laughs> there's even a Marvel like there's a new Marvel Zombies coming out this this week. Oh yeah, that's why I wanted to do this book. Uh, I think it's Marvel Zombies Resurrection or something like that. Okay, but then um, there's like Marvel versus Army of Darkness. There's Marvel Zombies versus Age of Ultron. There's a lot of spinoffs to this. There's a Marvel Zombies Christmas. <laughs> Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. I'm waiting for like Marvel Zombies versus Jason or something. <laughs> um, there's a lot of spinoffs to this. They get sillier too because I've read uh, a couple of the uh, further volumes. Um, they go into other Marvel dimensions. They face other Marvel heroes. Yeah. And... Uh, I like it. Check out this first volume. Uh, the art is really cool. The story is, it's not scary. It's more gruesome. But like, I still think it's 
a good read. It's not for kids, but it, it's a fun take on a, a Marvel mainstay characters. Yeah, don't come to it like super serious. It's just a uh, kind of a fun time, and like it's almost like you don't really get the pers- the the real personalities of the characters. It's just like what if these yeah. people had these powers and they also became zombies? <laughs> it's kind of more like yeah. that. And I thought the whole like Asteroid M characters were kind of cool too, like how there are still humans, and I want to see how they survive. But yeah. Uh, obviously the stars are the zombies and it's it's something i would recommend especially like this time of year yeah exactly i guess the asteroid and people survived because they stayed in space since the 90s (laughs) (laughs) all right uh, we'll have to do uh the first uh like jim lee x-men stuff Oh, yeah. So you can find out about Asteroid M. Never read it before. Okay. We'll do that in the future. Okay. Uh, but until then, yeah, do you want to get into some side stories? Yeah, let's jump into some side stories. So there's been a question in comics since 1986 that... um. Hmm hasn't really been answered yet. And the question is, okay. who watches The Watchmen? And the, dan- the uh. answer is me. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm glad you watched it because I didn't get a chance to yet. So tell me about it. Okay, so okay, can't spoil stuff. All right, you're talking about HBO's Watchmen. HBO's Watchmen. It's supposed to be a sequel to the Watchmen comic book, not the movie, right? Okay, yeah. What did you think? Uh, so Watchmen, it, it actually asks a lot of you outside of just having superhero stuff, right? It asks right. like questions of war and like humanity. And this is kind of doing the same thing with like current issues as far as like race and how people see other people and responsibility for your power. Uh, I think if you are capable of like sitting down and thinking through what it's asking you, I think mm-hmm. you'll be satisfied and you'll be entertained as far as watching Watchmen. But it doesn't have as much as like the cooler costumes. <laughs> Okay, as, yeah. as the first Watchmen, a lot of it is like remember the police are like wearing masks and everything. Yeah, and it's a whole like thing about their accountability and how that gives them more power. So th- questions like that. It's like who watches the Watchmen? Who watches? the people in power so that's okay that's that's kind of what this show is in the same vein of i don't know if i'm thoroughly like thrilled like i would be in a super uh blockbuster superhero action movie right but um it does it feels a little bit too real almost because it's like real questions hmm. uh with people's like perception of like terrorism and stuff like that and like big questions so if you're i don't know it's like <laughs> It's hard to explain because I don't want to spoil it for you. Deep. You haven't seen it yet. It sounds... Okay. Let me ask you this. Um, before you saw it and before it was released, they showed the trailers and we were kind of hesitant and we thought maybe this is not going to be that good. Um, and now after you've seen it, has your thoughts changed? Do you think it's going to be uh, better than you expected? I think it's going to be better than expected, but that's still a, that's still a I think. I'm not that sure about it because I, I want to watch that first episode again because I have some like weird feelings about it. But... It's not awful. It's not like a throwaway, like what I okay. thought it was going to be. Like, but you're not in love with it yet? I'm not in love with it yet, no. But it kind of has a feeling of leftovers. Remember that other HBO show that I really liked? Sure, yeah. We're kind of like dealing with like small town problems. I think maybe uh, I connected to that because the main actress is actually from that show too. Mm, okay. I definitely recommend it if you are, uh, I think, Damon Lindelof. I think that's the guy that, that made it. He's the guy that worked on Lost and all that. Yeah, I'm a fan of his. If you... If you like those shows where each episode you have more questions, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> is that what it yeah, is? that's yeah. what it is. That's what it is. Okay. Uh, I did want to watch it. I just ran out of time this week. So uh, I'll, I'll try to watch it before the next episode drops. Is it every Sunday? Uh, I'm not quite sure. I think, um, yeah, once a week. I don't, I don't really know. I guess, I guess it doesn't matter. In this day and age, it doesn't matter when things come out. Yeah. Watch it. I, I DVR'd, DVR'd it. So. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. All right, you have anything else for side stories? Um, that's it for now. What you got for side stories? Yeah, I was actually prepared to go into recording this week with no side stories because I have been pretty busy. Like I said, I didn't have time to watch Watchmen, and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna have nothing this week, and that's fine. Okay. Uh, until the last minute, my prayers were answered, and the skies parted and the light shined through and it was delivered and i'm filled with the holy spirit because jesus is king and kanye dropped his album (laughs) oh yeah and i listened to it i it's not my favorite kanye album it is his 
100% gospel music. Yeah. And I I for sure like about two or three songs, and I need to listen to it more to judge whether there's any more I like. But I definitely like a lot of his other stuff more. It's probably going to fit somewhere in the middle of my Kanye rankings. I I even uh, I made a list and I posted it on Instagram. I saw that. I think it's going to be in my uh, lower half. Lower half. Okay. Uh, okay. I, here's my list. You tell me how you would rank it. Graduation, my favorite, number one. Where do you put that? Go through go through the whole list and I'll point out okay. where I disagree. Okay. Graduation is number one. Late registration is number two. Life of Pablo is number three. Yeezus is number four. Really? Wow. College dropout, 808s, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted, whatever, whatever. And, and then Yay is like my least. Oh, forgot about and that. And then Jesus is King. Again, I've only listened to it all the way through like once. I'd put it, oh man, I guess it is lower half. Uh, right above 808s so like number six wow out of his nine albums i think mine's like all upside down from yours like not it's like all topsy-turvy because i think my top is like it's still your top i think late registration and then i think 808s wow 808s yeah i, I almost hated that when it came out because it's so different and i had to grow to like some of it and uh, is that the one with the runaway no that's my beautiful okay then yeah I, I like it even less now what runaway i don't even like that song oh, i love that song um graduation is number one no jesus is higher <laughs> on my list than yours what else is there i think i think i know my bottom three it's yay and then it's my beautiful twisted fantasy and then it's it's jesus is king <laughs> wow jesus king all the way at the bottom huh yeah because it's it's too much too much jesus <laughs> Well, he's everywhere. There's like, there's like, there's like three like poppy songs that I really like. The uh, everything we need is a song that I have on repeat. Yeah, that's one of the ones I like. I think God is is one that I really like. Do you like the clips one? I don't even know which one that one is. I I need to listen to it again. And when I was listening to it, I was listening to the car, so I, I don't even know like which title is for which track. Right, right, really, yeah. But um, I also struggle. I think Life of Pablo might be like my number two. That I flip flop those every now and then. No, I I think you like that way more than I do, and I like Jesus way more than you do because Jesus is like such an attitude. I think it, it, it as with all music and all albums, when it comes out in your life is determines a huge factor of where you would rank it right right and it probably came out at a time in your age when like uh late registration came out for me or something like what's that. what's 808 that was like 08 that's uh, when i was just starting high school so what does that tell you okay oh god no wonder yeah exactly <laughs> this is how i determine when it came out i was working at circuit city so <laughs> When that was still around, that's when it came out. Eight oh eight, man. Yeah, that was such a good album because it's so weird too. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. I it's underrated, but I still like uh, that song with. Uh, gosh, I forget. Um, uh, it's on. I think it's on graduation. Uh, it's like la 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 la. You know what I'm talking about? Wait till I get my money right. Can't tell oh! me. Can't tell me nothing. <laughs> With Jeezy. Yeah, yeah, Jeezy. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's like high on my list of Kanye songs, even though like most people, it's like forgettable for most people. It's like the single, I think. It's one of the singles. Yeah, it's one of the singles, but like I don't. when people think Kanye West, like that's not one that pops in their head. That's not like top five for me, for sure. I, don't know I think that 10. is top five for me. No, I don't know. I really like Robocop. <laughs> Ah, that's such a I, it's such a boring like plain song but I like the way it sounds music to me it's not <laughs> it's music it's like I feel like Ross Geller made that beat what does that mean why does Ross Geller come up so much on this podcast do you remember From Ross he used to play the piano and it was just like random sounds <laughs> Is he a freaking like idol or something? <laughs> no, like he's in the studio with Kanye. <laughs> you don't you don't remember that episode? Ross was playing the keyboard and it was just like construction sounds. <laughs> no, I remember that the, oh, the yeah. episode of The Office where Gabe was like he's stretching a second into infinity or something. <laughs> and then Andy's like throwing up. He's like, "That's beautiful." <laughs> yeah, that's that's like that's how Kanye is in the studio. <laughs> I, w um, I wanted yeah. Gandhi. I didn't want Jesus is King. You know, like the stuff that he was like teasing. The yeah, that's true. I did. I was looking for those songs and it wasn't on the album. Exactly. Right. Yeah. The leak got me too excited. That's true. You have to actually attend his Sunday service to hear that. I actually kind of want his new shoes. I don't know. I'm not a shoe guy, but they look like Ivan Ooze wore them. <laughs> Um, where do you rank his other like albums that would be like collaboration? Like, um, 
the one that was like all the good music family and then like watch the throne I, you like those i listen to watch the throne a lot um i think it might you be like my to top because half of, of his albums do you listen to it because of kanye or do you like jay-z more in that album no it's them together it's like a it's like a deal it's like a you know it's a can't merger have one you can't have one other. without the other yeah but that that out for that album I'll call let- me bruh <laughs> <laughs> I like their I like their you know Beastie Boys thing where they're jumping back and forth with each other. Oh yeah, I love when they do that. They don't do that in rap videos anymore. But back in the eighties and nineties, uh, in rap videos, you'd have to get really close to the camera, and then when it's your turn for the rap, you have to push the other rapper out of the frame so that you could get in. Right. <laughs> it's like constantly that like arguing for the camera space. That's what I they're doing that. in the in the Otis video, and then Aziz is just in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, Jesus is King came out, uh, it was supposed to come out like a month ago and he just kept delaying it. I don't know what he's delaying it for. Cause it, it's just okay. <laughs> <laughs> he probably should delay it till Christmas. If this is what's he better um, double album this year. You better pull a future and just double album, have another one. That's all the raunchy stuff. <laughs> I think he already announced his, <laughs> I think he already announced his next album. Uh, it's Jesus is born is what it's going to be called. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. But who knows until it's actually released. It could be nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just going to watch his Sunday service on loop or something. Cause that's in the background. Cause it's <laughs> so cool. Uh, I, I need to listen to it again, but so far it is like middle somewhere. Kanye. I don't think it's anywhere close to like his best work. Yeah. It's too, it's too much Jesus. It's, it's on my lower half. <laughs> Too much Jesus. <laughs> Not enough Jesus. <laughs> all right. Uh, that is all I have. Um, I'm so glad he dropped it because I, I need more Kanye. Me too. That was that was a good Kanye talk, though. I was yeah. planning on talking to you about it. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been Jesus Talk. Uh, if you want to hear more about Kanye and comics, you need to subscribe to the Reader Copy Podcast. We have new episodes every Monday. So do yourself a favor. Subscribe, like, and share with anyone who likes comic books. Uh, It doesn't cost you anything, and it really helps us out. And the most important thing, if you really want to help us out, is if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to us. It really helps us out a lot, and it really spreads the word and helps us get into more ears of the reader copycats. Yes. Let the zombie virus spread. Uh, Find us on the social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and... uh, Find us the Reader Copy Podcast. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you think about the comic books we're talking about. Uh, tell us your ranking of Kanye albums. <laughs> That's most important. Most important. <laughs> All right. We'll be back next week uh, in the first week of November. And uh, until then, Daniel, could you please hit him with the outro? If you like what we have to say about the book, pick it up and read your copy. Or you get bit. Right. <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs> Error.